0: Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash audio. Visit iXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: No one is is is, is, is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipoli.
2: Next up, the Falcons and Vikings. So we're getting to the games that were not great on paper, but the next two were had just amazing finishes. Falcons and, and Vikings. Story and storylines. And storylines, right. How impressed are you with what Josh Dobbs did today? I'll let you have first crack at this one. 9.8 out of 10?
1: Like, about as impressed as I can be. Like not at all saying he's going to be a superstar or anything like that, but I read like three stories from different writers after this game just to like get as many anecdotes as I could. I watched Kevin O'Connell's like three and a half minute edited locker room speech. He he didn't take a single rep in practice with the offense. He had never taken a snap from their center until they they were warming up before the game. He didn't know dude's names. Uh Jordan Addison was telling him what his routes were going to be in the in the huddle. Like he was like helping him with the play calls. O'Connell was like walking him up to 15 seconds when the uh communication would shut off on damn near every snap like reminding him what the plays were. That's amazing. Amazing stuff and great job by like them and their coaching and their infrastructure and all of it. Uh in order to do it. I it's a tough thing to do, I've heard, to play quarterback in the NFL. That was amazing, man. It really well, was. The,
2: the funny thing about that though is now we've seen it in back-to-back years where Baker Mayfield had no uh build-up to when he got cut by Carolina and went to the Rams, the Rams the game, yeah. that week and played. That was his best game of the year. So maybe there's something to the idea that there's no paralysis by analysis, but with Dobbs, it's so different because he is a bookworm. I mean, he's one of the smartest guys in the NFL. He's a rocket scientist. He's just a, he's a Mensa member. You know, I, I know, I know him through his days being with the Steelers when he was drafted and then backed up Ben here. Roethlisberger loves the guy raved about him just having that kind of brain and Intel. On the sideline to go talk to. And he's carved out a career for himself. I told you earlier in the season that I thought he might get traded when Murray got healthy, but instead they just punted on the season in, in Arizona. He goes to Minnesota. I never forecasted this. That last drive, I don't care if it's Mahomes. The throws he made in the to Addison for a first down on the sideline, and then the run he had on fourth down to keep the game going, that's franchise quarterback stuff there from him. And it's give Minnesota credit, man, because when Jefferson went out and Cousins went out, it would have been very easy for them to trade Hunter and to just kick the can down the road on their season. They didn't in an NFC where it's probably hard to come up with seven playoff teams, they're back in the mix now even without Cousins for the rest of the year. Shocking result. And Atlanta should be embarrassed with how they played too, by the way. Their coach is a joke. He might get fired at the end of the year even though his dad's a billionaire. And and what why did they draft Bijan Robinson? Yeah, that's that, that that's what I was alluding to when I said that. It's I know just, he fumbled, but still.
1: I mean, it's just insanity. Complete and utter insanity. Um, all right, Houston Tampa CJ Stroud, 474 yards passing, shatters Andrew Luck's record for most passing yards in a game by a rookie, leads them down the field against a bad Tampa pass defense at the end for a length of the field game winning touchdown drive. Is it hyperbole to say that CJ Stroud? Is or has a chance to be the best rookie quarterback you or I have ever seen?
2: Uh, a, uh, a little bit, a little bit. Just because, for me, what Andrew Luck did his first year in Indy when they went from the worst record in the NFL and then he got them to the playoffs. You know, I thought he had it to be. B- believe it or not, I thought he had an MVP caliber season. He, I, I, I went
1: through and did a bunch of, so he, Andrew Luck is a great one. He threw for 4,300 yards, had the 430 yard game, uh,
2: and went 11 and five.
1: That's yeah. definitely
2: on the short list. Yeah. Adrian Peterson, uh, won the MVP of that year, but I thought he was in the conversation for what he did with that team for where they were the season before, um, Herbert's was really good. Mayfield's wasn't bad. Um, you know, Flacco made it to the AFC champ Championship game. So did Mark Sanchez. But that was more defense and everything else that carried them there. Roethlisberger's rookie year was awesome.
1: 13-0 I mean, and
2: as a starter yeah. for Ben. I, I So here are the ones I wrote down.
1: Uh, Andrew Luck. Big Ben going 13-0 and as a starter. You remember Russell Wilson threw for 380 in a playoff win? Yeah, that's right. That was insane. Uh, RG3. 4,000 yards from scrimmage. Yeah, Then the knee injury. And then, so Herbert went 31 and 10. 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Shattered the touchdown record for a rookie. And then Cam Newton, 4,700 yards from scrimmage with 35 touchdowns. But he did have 17
2: picks. I think it's going to be hard for Houston to make the playoffs. But my God, does that kid look like... He doesn't let anything bother him. He's so poised. He's got ev- he can make every throw. Just a total stud. And their offensive line has been uh, pretty poor, and they're and they can't run the ball consistently either. So it's all he's got. About a, he's him. got
1: a defensive head coach. I know we like his offensive coordinator, who's going to be a head coach, but still, yep. he's got a stud left tackle, and then as you point out, a not very good offensive line. Nico Collins and Tank Dell. They were the second worst team in football
2: last year. I know. It is insane how good he is, man. And we and and, yeah, and we crushed them for the trade they made with Arizona, which they probably still shouldn't have done. But who cares now that you've got maybe the best the best young quarterback in football? Oh,
1: but I mean that trade's looking a lot better though because their pick is not going to. I mean, yeah,
2: you know, Will Will Anderson is a better player than what Arizona is going to be able to get with that pick. So the next game you have Raiders and Giants, and I think you might have written this question out before we got the news about Daniel Jones. So Spencer's probably going to put something up on the video here for our YouTube viewers, but I'm actually going call to call an audible here because the Jones potentially having a torn ACL and being done for the year and what that does for the Giants' outlook both, we know what the short term is. I mean, they're going to be, if DeVito has to play, they're going to be, they already are the worst offense in football. They're going to set you know, even more uh dubious records but what does that do for them this offseason at the quarterback position for you well dude I mean DeVito can't throw
1: right so yeah he he he, I mean he he's he can't possibly be a top 90 quarterback in the world
2: I mean how many college players are better than him he uh, is not an NFL player I, I he, I'm 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 flabbergasted that he's on an NFL team. I really am. It is it's unbelievable.
1: But he he cannot throw the ball. So now that Daniel Jones is hurt, but they should start him every game. They they absolutely should tank, and they should try to get, and hope that Arizona wins a game, and hope that Carolina wins a game or two and they should try to get Caleb Williams or Drake May and get a top two pick there's there's no question about it Daniel the contract was a mistake
2: it'll be a weird year next year so is Daniel Jones is someone else's starting quarterback next year or is he a very 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 expensive backup for the Giants
1: depending on which quarterback you get and what his recovery time is and maybe he starts for four six eight games and then seeds way to the next guy who comes in like
2: they get one of those if they get one of the top two picks uh they're not they're not waiting around I mean Caleb Williams isn't backing up Daniel Jones in week one even if the guy's 100% healthy I I tend I tend to I tend to
1: agree with you but dude you have a two win team, an offensive coach who, in theory, that you like, and the ability to lose every single game the rest of the year for sure. You can't win if you have a quarterback who can't throw. <laughs> like, yeah, can't it can't happen? So, yeah, they should tank. It's their season's over, man. It's over. And uh, by the way, how, how badass was that for the Raiders?
2: Uh, Smoking victory cigars in the locker room. Like, how, it just how'd... confirmed everything we thought about Josh McDaniels. That not only is he, you know, in over his head as a head coach, but he's un- incredibly unlikable and you know super uh, passive aggressive and uh, incapable of communicating to adults on a basic le- level as a leader. And so that whole meeting scoop that came out today did not surprise me because it kind of confirmed what everybody on the outside thought of the guy so he'll probably go back to new england as long as belichick's the head coach there
1: yeah or just collect his money but i just god that i don't know if he has an ounce of humility in his body but his team scored didn't score over 20 offensive points in any game this year they have 24 in the first half
2: yeah As soon as he gets fired. We'll see if it's the Jeff Saturday effect and if this happens again uh, when they play the Jets next week.